Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink here at Merrimack. The score after one is Maine 2, Merrimack nothing. I'm Mike Mackin with John Leahy. This first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game, located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. Our guest in the first intermission here, Mike Boyce, class of 88, one of the captains of that great 88 team, uh, along with uh, Jimmy Vesey, who's here also. And uh, who's the other captain? Uh, Bobby J. Right, right. And uh, so, first of all, the first period here tonight, uh, Maine with the better of the play, I thought. Really, I know, knowing what happened last night, I know you saw it, you were here, you saw the game as well, the the, uh, the big comeback that Merrimack had. Uh, Maine really seemed to put it behind them in that first period. They did. They did. They had a great first period. Came out with a lot of jump like they did last night. Uh, it's funny, Jimmy and I were talking on the way up. We thought Merrimack was going to come out real hard after, you know, getting away with one last night. But, uh, you know, I think they're on their heels a little bit, and hopefully they'll uh, be able to bring them back here in the last two periods. I think maybe more, you know, more so credit to Maine. I mean, we saw them last night for, I thought, 50, 55 minutes of the game. They looked very, very good and, and just at the end of the game couldn't finish the deal, but, uh, I mean, that's the way it is and especially, you know, Division One Hockey East, right? I mean, there, there are no easy games. Absolutely. Uh, college hockey, uh, pro hockey, every every level seems everybody is competitive, and if you don't bring it at 100% every night, uh, you're not going to be in games. Well, what are your thoughts when you, when you come back here, I guess, you know, you watch your alma mater play, Merrimack, you know, back when you played then, you were Division One independent, trying to, you know, making the move, right? You guys were Division Two when you started and then no, moved up to Division One. Right. was my first year. Right. We were Division One independent and we were, we were, we were, Ronnie Anderson was pushing hard to get us good games. Nobody wanted to play us and, uh, you know, so we, we spent four years as an independent and uh, I think, you know, we, we, we did very well and, uh, uh, it was it was a tough goal, um, but I think certainly that laid the foundation for us getting in hockey East in uh, in '89. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Was you know you were making the move where you were playing some Division Two games, some Division One games, and you know playing more and more Division One games all the time, better and better teams, and then you know seeing the team move into full time Division One in hockey East, and, and having been here, coming back to to see you know playing teams like me, and you guys wanted to play those teams all the time back then, and you only got a crack at them once in a while, but you know now that's the way it is every night. It is, and uh, you know Mark has done a great. Mark Denny has done a great job here. Uh, you know, the coming back, uh, I've only been back, uh, you know, a handful of times since uh, 2004 uh, when I got inducted in the Hall of Fame. And I'm telling you, to see the change in the atmosphere, uh, change in the professionalism of, uh, you know, just the support staff even. Uh, Mark's done a great job in setting up a, a great program. Uh, the recruits are fantastic. Uh, talked to a bunch of the kids. We went down to Canisius last year because uh, it's only a few hours from the house. And uh, it was great to see the boys. Uh, Mark was very gracious. Uh, the, 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 uh, the boys, are, the, the young men are fantastic, uh, respectable, uh, and, and hardworking, and it's great to see. And the thing that really gets, you know, the thing I try and tell people at home about Merrimack is this is a school. You know, this Mark pushes school. We, I think this is one of the few teams in hockey East or in Division One hockey at all that has every kid's got an over 3.0 grade point average. That is tremendous. And, you know, uh, as a guy who never thought he was going to go on and play pro hockey, uh, it's amazing to see that Mark's got that focus, has these kids balanced right, where they high focus on hockey, high focus on school, and then, if you know, 
God, God be with them. Everything works out great, and they can take that next step. They're well prepared. Uh, where are you living now, and what are you doing? Uh, I work, uh, live just outside Toronto, uh, just not far from where I grew up in Oshawa, Ontario. Uh, vice President of Health of uh, Business Development for a health and fitness company. Uh, it's about 14,000 people in the company, and I've been there 23 years, which is really hard to believe. So it's uh, it's been a great uh, great ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think of most when you think back to your time at Merrimack and the teams that you played for? I know, I mean, making the NCAA tournament and the wins you guys had have to be near the top of the list, but is there something that maybe people wouldn't normally think of? Well, it, you know, it, it probably seems straight, but it really is the, the people. Uh, you know, that's the great thing about college hockey, the great thing about team sports. Uh, the people that you meet, these guys will be your friends for life. Um, I am, you know, the VC family is, is really my family, uh, so it's great to get back and see them. I, you know, see Jimmy Alcott, Chris Keeney, and uh, Andy Hines, some of the guys. It, it's great to see everybody when you come back because that's really what you miss. You know, everybody says, all oh, the game, remember that game, but it really it's around around the locker room, you know, around the guys you spent, you know, went to battle with and, and the great, great fellas, and, and, you know, it's just great to come back and be a part of it. Yeah, that series still uh, still gets talked about to this day. The series against Northeastern, you guys were behind. Uh, it was eight to three, I think, halfway through the second period of the of the second game. You guys scored the last seven straight goals to come back and and win that series. Was there? Uh, I, I mean, was there ever a, a point of, of of doubt, perhaps? I mean, you know, at what point did you guys really believe you could come back and win that thing? Well, we uh, we got a penalty uh, at the end of the first period. And a guy, uh, Rico Rossi, who played for Northeastern, jumped on my back when I was tussling with another guy and scratched my contacts in. And I found him, the linesman, I found him in a pool of blood on the, on the ice. I went to the locker room and I couldn't see because there was blood dripping in my eyes from him, scratching my face and my eyes. And Ronnie went to come in to give us a, a tongue lashing in between the first and second. And I stopped him and kicked him out of the room. And Jimmy and I basically just lit it up and we just said boys this is not we are not you know giving up on this let's take this we, we went and it was just amazing Jocko Mangadini um, uh, Brad Atoll uh, you know these guys we, we came up goal after goal after goal and I, I remember at the end of the game going over and Fernie Flamin was just standing behind the bench and I went over to shake his hand and he would, he didn't know what hit him you know seven straight goals it I think then I remember the, uh, the news in Boston calling it the greatest comeback in college hockey history at that point in time, and it was pretty amazing. A number 12 team beating the number one in the country. And then you guys went to Lake State the next week. You won the first game at Lake State. They came back to win the second, but I think it was their only loss at year all year at home, right? That's right. That uh, uh, Frank Anzalone, I think, was their head coach, yeah. and he he uh, he was not happy that we won that first one. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, we just ran out of gas. Um, you know, we had a we had a great squad, but we had. Uh, I mean, Chris Keeney was playing with uh, basically his arms slinged up. Uh, Vise was you know banged up. We, you know, we had our top line, uh, top you know nine ten guys were just playing constantly, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of banged up guys. And I think we just ultimately just ran out of gas. They had four strong lines. Uh, obviously, played well at home, and uh, we're we're a top team in the country. If you've been able to win that series, you think you could have won the whole thing? Uh, we, we split with St. Lawrence that year. We got beat up there, but we beat them here. Um, and I think they ultimately uh, they lost to Lake State, right? Uh, I 
in the final. So, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's a tie. Anything could happen. I think it's, you know, it's like everybody says. Once you get there, then you see what happens. But, you know, we were riding a, a, a huge high. Uh, it, was, it was a great, great time in my life. You know, maybe the best four years of my life, as a lot of guys say. But, uh, yeah, we, it was a lot of fun. Hell of a ride. Last question, Ronnie Anderson, your coach. Uh, of course, coached you for many years. A lot of success. Uh, you know, brought the program from, uh, you know, Division One Independent into full-time status in, in Hockey East. What are your memories of him? You know what, Ronnie, uh, it's funny, Sav and I were just talking. He, he might have been the original Bill Belichick. He didn't do a lot of talking. Uh, his words were, he minimized his words. Uh, but uh, when, when you knew he was angry at you for not doing something right on the ice, you knew it. And uh, you hated getting called in after games for a meeting because you knew uh, you might have had a bad game. But he was a great guy. He, uh, he did what he could with the budget he had. Uh, you know, at that point in time, the reason we went independent, I think, was the school, unfortunately, didn't want to put the money into to join in Hockey East originally in 84. So we went independent. Ronnie had a very minimal budget. He did a great job with it. And it was funny. I hadn't seen Ronnie in a long time. I saw him last year at the ECAC Championships. I went to see Jimmy Vesey Jr. Uh, play in Lake Placid. And I saw Ronnie. had a great gab with him and introduced him to my son. And, you know, it was, uh, it was great. It was a great great to see him. And good to see he's doing well. He hasn't changed a bit. It was pretty funny when I, I've gotten gray and, and fatter. Ronnie looks the same. <laughs> you know, the one thing I would say, you know, then about Ronnie and anybody, uh, uh, not that there was any question, but, you know, wondering how good of a hockey guy he was, he's got three rings now to show for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what? Ronnie was a heck of a judge of talent. Um, you know, it's funny. Sav just brought up the story how Jimmy and I ended up coming here. I had signed my letter of intent to go to Maine. Jimmy had signed his letter of intent to go to, to Lowell. And a couple things happened. Maine withdrew mine. Lowell withdrew his. And we both called the same day within an hour. And Savvy was sitting in the, in the uh, coach's room with Ronnie and Jay Leach. And uh, so it's funny to yeah. bring it all back. You know, Jay Leach being part of the coach's staff of Maine. Jimmy's son playing at Maine. And it was pretty cool. It's uh, Hockey ultimately is a very small world. Nice. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Mike. We appreciate it. Great to see you. Yeah, great to, great see, to see, you. see you. Have a safe trip back home as well. Hopefully we'll see you again soon. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. All right. That's Mike Boyce. Class of 1988. One of the best still. The all-time leading scorer among the Frenchmen here at Merrimack. The score at the end of one is Maine 2, Merrimack nothing. John and I back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.